Hello there. Going through a divorce? Considering one? Sorry to hear that. But here you are. Welcome to Splitsville. You'll find Splitsville to be a pretty unique place. A new world, really, with its own rules, its own expectations, and in many ways, its own language. But don't worry. You have a knowledgeable guide along the way. A family law attorney with three decades of experience under her belt. And now, here she is. Your host and guide, Lee Sellers. Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Welcome to Splitsville. I'm your host and guide, Lee Sellers, founder of Touchstone Family Law. And in this episode, I'll be answering another question that many newcomers to Splitsville have. How can I have a simple divorce? So let's dive in. A lot of people approach uh, divorce and separation without a lot of emotion or drama, which is great. They come to us or call us and their expectation is, is that this can be handled relatively simply. People know it's a no-fault state. They've either already lived apart for a year or almost a year and and they call and they're like, we don't have anything to fight about. Uh, This just needs to happen quickly. It's no big deal. I'm not even sure I need an attorney. And that can often be the case. There is a self-help center in Mecklenburg County specifically that has forms for where you can go and on your own uh, complete your uncontested absolute divorce paperwork. And they're not open all day, every day. Uh, But they're there and they have a pretty good packet, which I think is self-explanatory. That may be because I have a law degree, it looks self-explanatory to me, but many people use it. And that may be all you need. I certainly have no problem suggesting it to people who contact me. I'll often tell them to go take a look at it after we've spoken um, to make sure that actually a simple divorce is appropriate for them. In South Carolina, most of the clerk's offices also have a pro se packet, which allows people to uh, try to accomplish a divorce on their own if there are no other issues other than making them single again, making them unmarried. So if you truly are simply trying to change your marital status, there are at most courthouses in both North and South Carolina ways that you can do that. There are a few online providers who will promise a quick solution to an uncontested divorce as well. But in reality, a lot of people, when they're calling and saying, hey, it's a simple divorce and we want it to move quickly, they really are just hoping it's going to be simple and quick. They don't think that they have anything to fight about, but that doesn't necessarily mean the other person's going to cooperate and make things go smoothly for you. But let's talk about what the process would be in order to get a divorce. So every state has its own residence requirements. You have to have been a resident of of the state where you're seeking to file for a certain amount of time. Every state has laws that require you to make sure that there's a reasonable expectation that they should be able to reach out and divorce the other person, the defendant, the person who you're suing for divorce. Uh, So there's a lot of rules regarding whether or not this court has the power to, to grant a divorce against them. And assuming that the state laws can all be met and that it is appropriate for the state that you're in to handle your divorce action, and that's the place to proceed, there's also rules about preparing the paperwork, serving the other side. Most rules of civil procedures in all 50 states allow the person served with a lawsuit a certain amount of time 
usually 30 days, to respond before they will take any action on your complaint. And then after that time has expired, they might be able to set a hearing or set whatever procedure in place is allowed to to go ahead and hear your evidence that you're entitled to a divorce and grant your divorce. But I think in North Carolina, you should always expect it's going to take at a minimum 45 to 60 days, if not longer, to get your divorce granted after you've applied for it. And it's going to take more than 90 days in South Carolina for an uncontested divorce. They simply won't even put it on the calendar until 90 days has passed. So you need to know this uh, going into it, that it's not something you can get at an ATM machine. There's not an instant on button. And there are things that are outside of your control in terms of those timelines. So even an uncontested divorce where you're just changing your marital status, short marriage, no children, no property is going to take you a good 90 plus days. So I always tell everybody, please do not plan your wedding before you have your divorce decree in your hands. Yes, that happens. And it's just not a good idea. It's very disappointing to be headed on your destination wedding with lots of guests and actually not come back from it married. It is important that you're divorced from your first spouse before you take a second one. All kinds of problems with that we won't waste time talking about today. But if you're trying to streamline the rest of the process and you do have children or you do have property issues, that can only be accomplished quickly to resolve those issues if the other side is on the same page as you. So if your spouse agrees on how you're going to divide your property or agrees as to how you're going to share custody of your child or children, then most people can at least in North and South Carolina, the only two places where I have any any authority to speak, they're going to be able to do an agreement. And once an agreement is drafted by an attorney, the process is different in North and South Carolina. But once you have all of those documents done, you're, you're pretty much good to go. You simply want to get those completed before your divorce judgment is granted. And North Carolina does allow separation agreements And those are contracts between spouses, and they are allowed. They are legally enforceable, and if they're appropriate in your situation, that can resolve your case other than the divorce outside of the court system. However, in South Carolina, the rules are that the court needs to approve any agreement. So even if you come to a consensual arrangement with your spouse, and you've put it in paper, and you've all signed it, and you've initialed each page, the rules in South Carolina are going to require that you appear before a judge and have a judge review the agreement approve it, and incorporate it into an order of the court. So you're at least going to have to take the time to appear in court, which means you're going to be um, subject to whatever timelines the court process has, as in how many cases do they have and how many time do they have on their calendar and when can they possibly fit you in. If you spend some time with your spouse going through what your initial thoughts are together, If you can do that, you can make things go very smoothly. There are some things that will guarantee that your divorce doesn't go smoothly. One is assuming that you can dictate all of the terms of your separation and divorce. If you believe that you can simply tell your spouse how it's going to be, you will find a lot of resistance. That's highly unusual. And so if you come in and you instruct us to draft consensual documents, and you've never actually spoken to your spouse about whether or not they consent to these things, we can draft the documents for you. 
but we cannot make the other side sign them. So one of the most common problems we run into here is people who don't want to go to court and they don't want to pay an attorney a litigation fee. They want it done consensually. And so they hire us to do an agreement and they basically insist that we do an agreement and they tell us what needs to be in it. And then, of course, it is completed and sent to their spouse and the spouse simply ignores it. They don't sign it. They don't contact us and tell us what changes they want. They're just like, I don't care. And nothing happens. And then people come back in and they're really upset. You didn't get me my agreement. Well, we can't get an agreement for you. We can draft one for you and we can talk you through how to have it properly executed to make it legally binding. But again, if you've not done some groundwork to make sure that you understand the the terms of the agreement or what the other spouse is willing to be legally bound to, um, there's not anything that we can do for you about that. And then the only thing that you can do is simply file an action and let a judge make that decision. That is never going to be quick. That is never going to be easy. That is never going to be cheap. So what I would recommend if you want things to go smoothly and you want things to go quickly is that you need to actually see an attorney first and understand what issues you do need to reach an agreement on so that when you sit down with your spouse, you actually kind of have a template of, oh, these are things that I'm going to need to make sure that we're on the same page about. And if you do that and you sit down with your spouse and you find that for more issues or not, you're on the same page or the two of you are willing to make compromises that put you on the same page, then you can go and an attorney will move in whatever speed that they have the ability to do to get it completed for you. So I find that if you want it to move smoothly, be prepared. Also anticipate what you think your spouse's most important issues are so that you can go ahead and make sure that when you're communicating or completing some sort of outline that you've gone ahead and and placed those important considerations in your notes so that from the beginning, the spouse can see, oh, well, look at that. They, They knew that was important to me and they had already conceded that. They had already recognized that. They had already given me some deference in assuming that I was going to want that, that I was going to want the car or that I was going to want to keep the dining room suit. So sometimes going ahead and and setting forth what you are willing to give, not just what you want, will also make the process move a lot smoother. Um, Being prepared is the key to making it go quickly. The more prepared you are before you see an attorney to try to get the legal work done, the better. So if you've gone through all of your assets and you know exactly what you own and and what is to be done with them, um, your spouse's assets, if you've gone through everything about your children's lives and schedules and you've gone through everything about your finances, who's going to pay what, how many joint credit cards do we have, what are we going to do about the cars, the more thought you've put into every element, the better it's going to be. But I think the thing to remember is that most people take a fair amount of time to plan their weddings um, or plan their marriage. Most people spend time in the relationship getting to know each other. Most people have an engagement period. Most people put a great deal of effort into planning a wedding and celebrating the upcoming nuptials. 
And it generally takes at least a year or more between engagement and, and a planned wedding. And I think to expect that you can undo a marriage in less time than it took you to actually plan the marriage is unrealistic. So the longer you were married, the longer it's going to take to divorce you. The more issues and property you have, the longer it's going to take to divorce you. So just keep that in mind that it's just not going to be faster to get you out of it than it was to get you into it. And you should always know that anything done well takes time. So speed is not necessarily the best thing in legal processes. I know it's desirable because people, when they've made a decision to end their marriage, want to get it behind them as quickly as possible. I had someone that I spoke to very recently who had only been separated about four days. And, you know, they must have said four or five times in the conversation, I just want this to be over with. I just want this to be over with. And that's completely understandable sentiment, especially given the fact that in my observation, people stay in marriages and fight through their difficulties for a considerable amount of time before they ever walk into an attorney's office. So when they come to my office, it's not the beginning. Um, They've been struggling with marital difficulties for quite a while. So it's completely understandable that they're ready for the pain to end and they're ready for their new life to begin. And I wish that we could wave a magic wand, but we can't. And it's not even advisable. People who rush through this process simply to get it done are often back in my office within three to six months because what they agreed to is not working. And had they just taken a little more time, they would have understood themselves and what they needed going forward a lot better. And they would have made much better decisions um, that would have supported their new lives in a much greater fashion. Uh, So we're almost never going to encourage you to do it quickly. And let me just make it clear that that's not so we can make more money. We really are not horrible money grubbing people. You don't enter into a practice to help people going through the most painful part of their life because you're just in it for the money, because there's a lot of things I could do to make money that would be a lot simpler than helping people navigate divorce and separation because it is hard work. It's gratifying work, but it's hard work. But we want to help people get through this and everybody does need to do it at a different pace and everybody does have different needs. But our job is to look at your situation and figure out how you're best going to get through it. And if speed is important, believe me, we will be pushing speed and we will have a reason why we think speed is, is necessary. So if you have an attorney that's telling you to slow down, take some time and listen, because I guarantee you it's not their self-interest. They'll have other people that'll call that'll need that time that they free up when they're not working on your case. So if they're telling you to slow down, listen to them. They have a reason and they understand that quick and easy might not be best for you. So there you have it. Another neighborhood of Splitsville explored. There's still so much to learn here. So I hope you'll tune in to the next episode. While Splitsville is not a fun place to be, thankfully it is full of helpful people valuable resources, and sound advice if you know where to look. See you next time. The insights and views presented in Welcome to Splitsville are for general information purposes only and should not be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. Nor does tuning into this podcast constitute an attorney-client relationship of any kind. 
If you're ready for compassionate and reliable legal guidance on your journey, contact Lee Sellers and her team at www.touchstonefamilylaw.com.